All right, welcome back to episode 215, Two Drunk Brothers in a Podcast. Last week, not our best week we could have had. Let's just put it that way. We lost almost five units in college football, and then we lost .01 units in the NFL. So we are now down in both sports, both different leagues. We're in due. We're By due for much? a big week, fellas. By how much? Uh, yeah, we had a big week that one week, and then just kind of it all ebbs and flows. Are down, I feel like. Yeah, it, it does for sure. I have it uh, here. I didn't have it pulled up, but I do have it on a Google sheet. We are down three point zero four units in college football and point seven two units in the NFL. We've had four Wiseman, four three Wiseman picks, and they are two and two. Two and two, and probably down money, obviously, because they're three units apiece, and we're two and two on them. So, the math you, on that. Yeah. Um, what I will say, side note, on the graphic you put out on social media, is like, will you t- show like how much we're up and down? It might be helpful to put like it a YTD, YTD bit beneath it. So that yeah, says have you ever looked up top? I have. Does it say year to date? It just shows what we're up total. I know, but if you put like a YTD on it, like year to date, so that way people know what that what that means. Total side well, note, but I thought that the other like, day. yeah. Look, it says uh, right there. Well, yeah, we know it's up there, but just like year to date, so it's not just like from last week or like people might. Yeah, so people don't. That is total. From, oh right, my god, but, he's not. He's, but, he's not getting it. <laughs> put a marker up there that says that, like year to date or in total, like not just the units itself. So that way people who are reading it understand that it's from or the entire season, not just like last not just week from like this week. Yeah, like we're up five units from last week or we're down five units from last week. It's yeah. like, no, this is this is the total. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I figured you know that, I mean? that was implied, but well, for us it absolutely is. For other yeah. people it may not be. I'm not calling yeah, you guys dumb if you're listening. I'm just saying you may are not as hell. recognize. Yeah. <laughs> didn't know we were fucking advice. didn't know our Target audience was Rain Man, but I guess we'll move well, on with it. <laughs> Cyrus listens, and he was cracking beers open on North St. Louis. So, all right, that's fair enough. Fair enough. But either way, uh, before we kick off the show, the uh, best thing we saw from the weekend, Ethan. Is Ethan's oh, segment. Best thing I saw this weekend was Titties. Bears fans finally come to the realization that their quarterback is dog shit. Like just th- that spark just turn on in their brain. Like, Oh, maybe he's not an MVP candidate. Like we thought he was three weeks ago, which was mind blowing that they thought that in the first place. Um, finally got the weapons he needed. Finally got a better offensive line still looks horrible. So yeah. I, I just like that. I finally see the bears fans come around and be like, Oh, maybe, maybe we are trash because they are. So Jerry, yeah. I'll let you talk about if you have anything to say on this, but I have two different things to say about this. About the Bears? Just a, kind of about half it's about the Bears, half it's about another topic relating to the situation. Um, I mean, I know Justin Fields is a quarterback that, like, you have your Josh Allens, you have your Lamar Jacksons, and yes, Lamar Jackson isn't the best passer, but Justin Fields is a horrendous um, – he can't read a field. Like, I saw numerous plays where he had guys open on the scene in the end zone for a touchdown and just fucking missed them. Um, 
So, I mean, I've always known Justin Fields is never going to make it in the NFL, so I'm not surprised. But I I, I agree because I heard Big Cat say on part of my take this week um, that he's like, you know, week one sucked. Week two, like, you know, yeah. And I was, and then he goes after this week, I just know we're the worst team in the league and Justin Fields is, is an absolute failure. So it is nice to see them come to the realization of that. He's in play – like, they're not playing – yeah, they are playing horrible. They're playing um, bad football. <laughs> they're playing bad football. But – there's two things I want to say. One, not as bad as the Broncos, but yeah, we can't ever like you're not going to make you know a open pass in the end zone ten out of ten times. You might not even see it. Dak did the same thing in his game. He had a wide receiver wide open up to see him. He threw it directly don't, to the fucking corner. Don't get me started on that. Dak's ass too. So, but what what the one thing I wanted to say? We got to quit putting these. High-profile quarterback, first-round quarterbacks on these dog shit teams and thinking they're just going to immediately turn the fucking organization around. Because ninety-nine point nine nine percent of the time, that does not happen. Did you really think? Did everyone really think Zach Wilson was going to come in and be Aaron Rodgers? Come on. No, no. But and I, 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 I speaking get, on, that, I, I feel bad for Zach Wilson because this was supposed to be the year. Like he went into it knowing, hey, I get to sit back, get to learn from one of the best quarterbacks ever do it. Muffar gets hurt four plays in because he's older than dirt, and now he's thrown into the fire. So same thing, and the only reason why – I get what Travis is saying. You look at Trevor Lawrence and Tua and Joe Burrow, and those guys have immediate success. Why? Because there was talent around them. They built the team around them. The Bears, they didn't really make the offense any better. You're fucking thinking DJ Moore is going to be your saver. They have, their offensive line is horrendous. Um, they they hired a defensive minded coach and an offensive minded league. Matt Eberflus who used to be defense coordinator at Mizzou. Like I think <laughs> they just set that entire team up for failure. Sorry, Mizzou Nation, I'm throwing him under the bus, but he is not an NFL head coach, and it's showing yeah. right now. Um, yeah. So I mean, I'm I feel for Zach Wilson too because, like you said, he had a chance to sit behind like one of the greatest of our generation do it and kind of yeah. be able to see how he goes about his game day. It's not even just the play on the field, but how he goes about his game day preparations, how he goes through his reads, what he does in practice. And mm-hmm. he got to see some of those practices for a couple of weeks in uh, preseason. And then now he's kind of thrown under the fire, like you said. However, I will also point out that Zach Wilson got sacked by Manti Teo's girlfriend this weekend. So I just, you know. <laughs> I, how much can you, you know, ask from him? I'm never gonna blame. I'm never gonna blame Zach Wilson for the, how bad that team is. It starts at the top and just funnels its way down. Um, yeah, there's no I, talent on the offensive side of the ball. I'm sorry that. I mean, there's just there might be talent, but it's not put together well. Um, it's it's a, it's a, it's, well. it's a it's a I would say it's a poorly coached team. When your team's fighting on the sidelines, I don't care how bad you are. When your team's fighting on the sidelines, you have no camaraderie in that locker room. Um. Or as Tyree Killex call it, camaraderie. Um, did you see his mic'd up from this week? Yes. They're like, what'd you say, bro? Camaraderie. Oh, okay. But uh yeah, I mean, I, I can spend a whole episode talking about how I knew when Robert Sala was hired there, when Zach Wilson was we talked about it. We gotta stop hiring defensive minded head coaches. It does not yeah. work. It does, it not, does work. not work in this league. It does um, not work. I mean, second look how thing. much look, go ahead. Yeah. No, you got it. What? I would say, look how much Mike McDaniel elevated the Dolphins. Like the same, almost oh, the same yeah. roster. What is going with, on with your hat? <laughs> with the with the with the exclusion of Tyree Kill. 
Uh, I mean, but uh, you made the teams much better. I'll turn it around. No, I'm yeah, trying to go backwards. Sure. I mean, there's, there's a little bit of talent gap, but the difference between Adam Gase and or Brian Flores and uh, Mike McDaniel is night and day. Yeah. Second thing, everyone's like, oh, you know, like maybe we should, they're like, the Bears should start tanking for Caleb Williams. Caleb Williams is literally Kyler Murray, Justin Fields, all encompassing. He, I'm sorry, he's not going to pan out in the NFL. He's got a better arm than Justin Fields, I think. Yeah, but he's got. But but with better arm, you need time in the pocket. What are you going to get with these teams that are going to draft him? No time in the pocket. Yeah, and and, and, I I hate to say it, but you you need. For these young quarterbacks, you need a guy like Mike Daniel who can scheme up ways to get the ball out of your hand quick, and guys that are able offensive-minded head coaches. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Like you're setting up for failure. So yeah, I agree with you. Robert Sala and freaking Eberflus, not gonna work. And same thing in Denver. Sean Payton, the game has patched you up, homie. Patched you up. And Russell Wilson. Sorry, you took you took one year off. Game game went down. Pass you by. Um, Best thing I saw this weekend. Um, not, you know, it's going to be personal. I saw Zach Bryan live in concert. It was fucking incredible. Um, amazing in concert. And I can't wait to go with Travis and Ashley and my wife again in May. Um, so it was amazing. That's all I got to say about that. And I fucking ripped through a whole pack of Zins in a day. So I, I, um, I forget what I was going to say, but either way, I hadn't listened to Zach Bryan like at all before, like, four or five months ago, maybe. Um, and it's fun fact because I got, I started listening to Noah Khan and they have, which like, he, he, he actually brought him out, Ethan, for the, for their yeah. song together on, Shut up. on Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, he did. Oh, he did. That's so cool. Um, it was insane, but they they have similar like genre, like crossovers. They're not exactly the same, obviously. And mm-hmm. so I was listening to Noah Khan radio on Spotify and like three of his songs came up in like five songs. It was kind of just like them back and forth. And I was like, who the fuck is this? And so I went and looked and I saw Zach Bryan. And then you guys talked about him like, I don't know, like two weeks later on the podcast or something like that. Cause this was a few months ago. Mm-hmm. And now I literally, that's like all I listen to is um, Dude, like him, amazing. Tyler Childers, Noah Khan. It's very Same. easy listening music. Um, yeah. You can be in any mood to listen to it as well. So yep. glad you had fun. The best thing I saw outside of, I have two things because one is just it's another experience type thing. It is Mizzou at the Dome? Um, That's great. It's fun it's time. Fun time. Everyone, yeah. I want to say, I want to go off tangent, but everyone said that it looked awful on TV. Did the turf look awful on TV? It was it so bad. Oh my didn't god! Great. No. So I know what it is. It is the lighting in there, and it is yeah. awful. The lighting yeah, there is right. so dim; it feels like you're in a dungeon. Because in person, the field looked fi- fantastic. Yeah, I know it does. I mean, we we went to Battlehawks games there, and I, mean, I know it yeah. does. It's 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 the lighting in the dome, 100. I think the red seats don't help either because the reflection so that they get off their red seats. Yeah, it yeah, was, let's put a blue it was and gold team in St. Louis and put red seats in there. Yeah, it's just a it must uh, be a St. Louis thing. A weird um like game all around to watch on TV though between the turf. The cameraman didn't know fucking left from right. Horrible. Oh my god, it was so bad. I literally they missed fifty so percent of plays downfield. Like it was, uh, it was so bad. The refs were but, um, not bad, but it seemed like they didn't have their shit together. So like they would like, I feel like they huddled way too much on flags that were called. Not saying they called a bad game. They just were like every flag that was thrown. Like we gotta get together and figure out what just happened. I'm like, bro, it's right in front of your face. Um, just a weird game fair. to watch on TV. 
but we fun. Were, we won. Fun in so. person. Um, but the real best thing I saw was boys out West finally getting a slice of humble pie. And I loved every fucking second of that ass beating Oregon put on Colorado. Yep. Loved every oh second. Oh my God. Humble pie. And I, the, the video, the hype video afterwards that Oregon released with that 30 second snippet of Colorado, just shit talking them before the game, stopping yep. on the O like they, you, they literally got what they deserved. Yep. Oh, absolutely. it was amazing. I, I'm so happy. And then, uh, we might get to see it back to back weeks. Maybe we'll talk about it here in a little bit. How, how did uh, none of us, how none of us, especially you and me, Travis, like secondarily, the Miami Dolphins hanging fucking 70 on the goddamn Broncos. How is that not the best? There's a lot. Saw? There's a lot for the weekend. I didn't, I wanted to keep it non right. like personal. That was so I fun. To do just the best thing I saw in sports. Um, yeah. that was fun. I think that, that, that's a, the most, that's the most fun. Yeah. So I don't have this in this next segment, but. Mike McDaniel, oh, what are you doing, man? You okay, field goal. this is the thing. This is what I'm thinking. If you run for the first down and the clock's ticking and, like, you can kneel the clock out, don't go out there and send the field goal unit out on third down to break the scoring record. You can kneel the clock out. But to turn the ball over on downs because you don't want to run up the score while breaking the record, that's yeah. some pussy shit right there. P- PMT, PMT says chicken shit. And I get it. Like, he was the ball boy in Denver, had ties to Denver, but... Don't care. Don't care. Records. Records, uh, records. records are meant to be broken. They're meant to be broken. And granted, we broke you all the modern You got a chance for records anytime you get a chance. Yeah. What do you thought? Your name is in the record books. Yeah. I'm indifferent because I see it both ways and if i was a fan because i was thinking about it when you said that initially when you texted us in the group the other day i was like eh i was like does it really matter but then i started thinking about it and i was like if let's put it this way and this is an 80 year old record it's not it's not even the fact of it being my team the thing is then kneeling it on fourth down to turn the ball over because they couldn't run the clock anymore yeah yeah it was a field goal position and like Mike McDaniel seems like he's a super like humble dude. My thing was this, and because I think it is like whether we want to admit it or not, it, it is like kind of team related because if it was the Packers, I would have wanted to kick the field goal too. And what I was gonna say was like I was thinking about it the other day. If it was the Cardinals, and and again, like I said, this would never happen, but if a player had hit two home runs in an inning and he came up a third time and we were up like 20 to nothing in the same inning and he bunted, I'd be fucking pissed. But yeah. if he hit a third home run, I'd be like, dude, just broke a record. Like, or hitting, I guess more like, realistic, hitting five home my, runs in a game or something like that. But my thing on that is, is like, if you are a professional, stop us. If you don't have to score, stop us. Like, I hate like the idea yeah, of, and here's the thing. I totally like, agree fucking, on that part. Mike White and Robbie Chosen were fucking through a 70, 68 yard touchdown pass. <laughs> Devon yeah. A. Shane was, and Chris Brooks are four string running back, fifth string running back, probably behind yeah. numerous guys. Rant so, busted off that big ass run to get to get in the red zone, or get. That's why I was like, I range. think two things, two things can be true at the same time because absolutely, like your professional sports team, don't let us score then. But I think it was like I I wouldn't have cared had they kicked the field goal. That's why I said I was indifferent because like if Mike McDaniel wanted to make that decision, like whatever. But like if you're gonna do it too, like that's awesome. That's kind of just yeah. where I was. I mean, got like first of all, I feel like that's kind of shitty. Like just for the kicker. Like we're in field goal position. True. I yeah. haven't gotten the chance to kick one. Sanders probably would have missed day. it either. Anyway, let's be honest. He probably would have missed <laughs> um, it. And then two things. I actually thought that it was, he made it sound like in the off season that it was chosen Anderson, not Robbie chosen. 
Yeah. It did sound like it was chosen Anderson. That's yes. So. The stupidest thing I've ever heard. Well, that's the uh, last time we'll see two, him all year long because Waddle comes that's back. That's the only it's time he Devon. was chosen. Did you see it's not Devon A chain? He no. wants to, he wants, he said in his interview that it is, he does not want it to be pronounced like that. It's A chan. A chan? Okay. Well, Devon A chan had a hell of a game. <laughs> that kid is fucking fast. There's six skill players on your team who run a sub four four forty. They all nice. ran track in college too, which is wild. Mike even even Braxton Barrios, even Braxton Barrios, this is like a four three yeah. eight, and he's white, yeah. dude. So. Well, they showed that graphic the other day that like him, Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, A. Shane, Raheem Mostert all run between like a four three zero and a four three five or something like that. A Chan, A Chan, A Chan. All right, they all have the and there's the five fastest, the five fastest six. players, six in game. six fastest plays, six fastest plays. Yeah, all Dolphins. Yeah. It was yeah. five, and yeah. I kicked one of them out because another guy got too fast. Oh, uh, so, running twenty-two uh, miles an hour in pads is insane. Yeah, yeah, dude, it's, it's I, I can't stupid. run twenty-two miles an hour on a treadmill that's going <laughs> forward. You know who can? Michael Scott can. Michael Scott can run thirty-two <laughs> miles an hour. Oh man, another off. All right. Record. Two in one day. All right. <laughs> All right. Let's get into winner and loser of the weekend. So we did best thing we saw. And we've got winners and losers. I'll kick it off with winners uh, this time, and then we'll let Jared kick it off with losers next time. Uh, my winner of the weekend is CJ Stroud. Uh, dominated the Jags. He also He's lighting it up. I even said I'll take a little bit of props here that the Texans were going to be kind of a sneaky team. They're going to be a team where you look at them now and they are not an automatic W. And he is on pace to absolutely smash the rookie passing record. Is he really? Yeah. 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 He's on pace for 5,000 yards. Jeez. Yeah. My thing is like, because I love that. That was almost mine too, is – you know, we gave the Jaguars a lot of shit for losing that game this weekend. And granted, yes, that they looked not great and they lost that game. But CJ Stroud looked damn good. And he has kind of that team put together. That offense is a little more dangerous than I thought it was with Damian Pierce doing almost nothing for the first three weeks. So I, I love that pick because he has looked pretty damn good through three weeks. And my uh my pickup in your and Jared's edition on our preseason thing for uh rookie dress, Tank Dell. Yeah. Baller. Yeah. Baller. We were, we were unfortunately both wrong on our uh, breakout players though, because I had Noah Brown and now I think he's out for the season. And then uh, what'd you have Nico Collins and granted he's been great too, but or Nico Collins um, are leading wide receiver. Yeah. But yeah. like tank Dell's just come by storm and kind of taken all that attention away. I would I think love I to see Houston. I would love to see Houston win that division. I think it's possible. Mm-hmm. Call me crazy. I think it's possible. I think, I think the Jaguars were massively oh. overhyped coming into the year. And I think, again, Doug Peterson's a guy who took a year off and the game passed him by a little bit. He had some success last year because he's played in a dog division. I think they're starting to catch up. I don't, I was never a Trevor Lawrence guy. So I love Trevor Lawrence, but they have an identity crisis on offense because they don't know what they want to do with the ball. Yeah. yeah that's, exactly. what, that's what I was about to say. They've been so back and forth on like, and I, I don't know enough about what they've exactly been doing because I haven't watched full games. Obviously, Red Zone is my best friend. Um, but it seems like it every though? week they have a different guy that they just want to go to yeah. and they don't have a, a set scheme or a set, well, Calvin, set of yeah. plays, but Calvin Ridley said that he goes, we just got to get back to our basics. He said, 
we we've got we've gotten away from what we want did week two and week three. I think he selfishly meant, hey, you didn't throw me the fucking ball because that's I was gonna say he one. he meant back to the basics because he went off in week one. <laughs> yeah. You shit, we did in week three. I mean, right. any guy that gets suspended for a year, so I mean, it is what it is. So, who's Ethan, your winner? Your, who's your winner, Ethan? Um, I don't know if you guys will like this pick, just because I know you've been shitting on this team for a while. But my winner this week was Keenan Allen, and the biggest reason is because I feel like now through three weeks. He's shown that he's not old and he's not washed up anymore. Um, he's leading the league right now, I think, in receptions. And I think he's second or third in yards. Um, he just seems to find the ball because, and you know, kind of going to your guys' point too of talking about like Justin Herbert kind of being a check down guy, uh, finding the safe thing. I feel like Keenan Allen finds the ball when he needs to, though, and helps him out a lot. He finds um, those gaps. He's he's yeah. a lot like his Tyree Kill. He finds those gaps in those zone coverages that I see. I saw a play where he. Justin Herbert threw 25 yards across his body because Keenan Allen sitting down in the gap. Yep. Keenan Allen is Justin Herbert's savior. You know, yeah, he's, I mean, uh, he's an elite route runner still, even being, I think, 31 years old. Yeah. 18 receptions on 20 targets last week, which is just an absurd stat in itself. Um, so, and it's, I really don't want to jinx him. I have him on my, my fantasy team. Say, my well, now he's going to get hurt. So but that's what I was yeah. going to say. He'll get hurt next week. But I wanted to give him a shout out this week as my winner of the week because, like, I just, I didn't know what to expect coming into the season but blown my expectations away from a fantasy standpoint. For sure. Well, my, uh, hopefully he doesn't because uh, Mike Williams is done for the year. So Yeah. So yeah. Shocker. Shocker there. Who would have who guessed that? I'm surprised. Who yeah. had him on, on the bingo card? Every yeah, person in mankind. I tell you what, Quentin Johnson's not a bad guy to have back there waiting in the in the woods. Josh Palmer. Josh Palmer I would take Josh Palmer week. over no. Quentin Johnson. Quentin Johnson yeah. – is not going to be able to get open in the NFL, and he hasn't through three weeks. So yeah, we'll see. Jarrett, All right. winner. Come on, this is this is a layup. My winner's fucking Travis Kelsey, baby. Fucking goes off on Sunday, <laughs> scores that touchdown. Fucking Dayton Taylor Swift. I'm glad off, someone brought this up because rides off in the drop top after the fucking game. Rents out a whole restaurant. Rents a whole restaurant. I mean, dude, absolute. I mean, in terms of like weekends that you can have in your life, like even if they don't end up together, like later on, like got grandkids one weekend i shit on the bears scored a touchdown taylor swift came to the game to watch me we went out afterwards i mean that's just a fucking no one home shit on her um <laughs> uh i'm glad you brought it up not and this isn't directed at you for bringing it up but my god am i tired of seeing her name oh, i i love it I'm, i love it i'm it's Come on, how many storylines can we write? There was everyone, every beat writer and NFL analyst and their brother has already put out. She plans on attending the Sunday night football game. Which can you imagine, Chris Collins? Here's a girl sitting in the box. Then Um, I'd rather be munching on her box. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's. I think it's really, really cool, but also really played out as well because I'm like, I'm like you, Trev. It's every other post. It's every other we've tweet. already and we already it's, knew about it. it's not it would be different if it was a surprise on Sunday. Well, but even even already, already hearing about it though, it's like been like the last two weeks of like is she dating Travis Kelsey? Is she not? Jason well, Kelsey like, said I, this. Well, one of Taylor's friends said this. I'm like, I'll say a lot. A lot of it's Jason's fault. Like, I think yeah. Travis tried to keep it out of the keep it out of the spotlight as long as he could because he knew like once it happened, it was going to happen. And yeah. I don't give Travis Kelsey any fault for it because you bro shoot your shot. Okay. Yeah, but I do. I do love. No, the I was going to say something when you were done. Make. 
Oh, go for it. I was just going to say one final point I wanted to make with this, though, is I maybe I'm just like a sucker for it, but I did like seeing how like excited Taylor Swift was because I thought she was just going to sit in that box and just be like, Mm, it's just me like I'm here, but she was like fucking screaming, dropping. She said, hell fucking hell. How much is she playing it up? Because she knows. Hey, she's an entertainer, man. She's an entertainer. Okay. Well, here we go. This begs this question and we're all going to bet on it. Um, how long are we giving it till they are broken up? Uh, before Christmas. I can see her riding she, through she, the end of the season. She generally um, has pretty, pretty long relationships, except for Maddie. Yeah. That, that's the only one. Yeah. That's what I was. And she, she generally keeps them pretty private, but the, that's, that's the other point I wanted to raise is because this has been yeah. so public already. And it's Travis Kelsey is, is does she, does she want to be public like this? One so soon, and two like when she's typically a very like low key, keep it in private person. So oh, but Tra- Travis, you said you said Travis Kelsey different breed. I mean, she she's dated fucking Joe Jonas and uh, oh and no 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 no. Taylor have you Lawner. seen have you seen the women that Travis Kelsey dates? <laughs> yes. So maybe it's the change that he needs. I'm I'm here for it. Have you I seen like the guy it. on TikTok that fucking impersonates Travis Kelsey's like? Girl, you know, uh, uh <laughs> like, dude, because yeah, <laughs> oh man. But I, I, I've said this to my wife because, like, oh, she's she's been wrapped up in it. She's loves Taylor Swift. I was like, I have grown, and Travis and I, I don't know if Travis feels the same way. Travis and I used to hate Travis Kelsey. I have actually grown to like him over like the last like year and a half, especially his podcast. He seems more human than I thought he was. If that makes sense, like, not such a yeah, tool bag. I don't. I like him. I don't, I still, I'm, I don't they, like they, him. I might not hate play, him, but I don't like yeah. him. Okay. When they play the Dolphins in Germany here in a few weeks, I'm going to be like, fucking tackle that guy. Uh, low. Uh, just put it that way. <laughs> who's your loser, Jared? Who's your yeah, loser? Who's my loser? My loser of the weekend. No, and you, guys, you guys may not agree with this. It's everyone who fucking is such against the fucking tush push play. Like, grow the fuck up. Get the fuck over it. Stop the goddamn thing. That's all I gotta say. I don't know. Um, Stephen Chad, are... have you seen that fucking video of him? He goes, "I'm just at a point now where someone's got to hurt Jalen Hurts because this is getting ridiculous because they're beating the Bucks." I'm like, "Dude, shut the fuck up!" Like, come on. I will. If say, it was illegal, fine, but it's well within the rules. So there are, and Richard Sherman came out with a post today saying that, well, you can't. You can't push defensive linemen against the offensive line, so why can you push offensive linemen against the defensive line? So I think it's, yeah, it, it might be a, a it's question. A rule of, change exactly. and you can't. Well, you can't well, line up. Say. You, can you line up over the center directly over the center on the defensive yes. side of the ball? Oh, yes, uh, yes, during, you can. Not, except not for on field special goals, teams. Yeah. Special yeah. teams. Yeah. Okay, I was going to say that would be another big opponent of it, but if you can't line up all your linebackers on the edge and push them into the but you can though. That's the thing. Not- if you want, if you want, if you're, if you are in a goal line set, you could have two linebackers line up and bolt the gaps on, on the other side of a nose tackle who's on, who's over the center, and fire those gaps in. It's a matter of who's stronger. That's all it is, and leverage a little bit too. But it's easier to push a guy moving forward than get a guy backwards that's moving forward. I mean, it's the, okay. it's the law of motion. Counterpoint to this. Don't let them get in that scenario. 
Don't let them fucking get to fucking third and inches. I, I don't like. It. I think it's. I think it's pussy pussy play. I'm not gonna say ban it. I think you might be able to make rules against. Okay, so I'll, being I'll able say to that. use it effectively. Okay, Travis. So they've also talked about this. If, if this is from your team, the motion that Mike Medina has been using with Tyree Kill is like that's almost CFL like, where he's able to like get going and like he's already like in stride, full speed when we snap the ball. They want to ban that too. They want to ban that that motion play. It's We're the not same thing. Use it. A lot of people use it. So I'm just really saying effectively. That, and that's the thing. So if my thing is like, Fine why are they the only team? Why are they the only team that's using it? Why are they the only team that's able to capitalize on it? Why isn't no one else doing it? Lamar Jackson's six foot tall. Why, why can't he do it? You gotta have the personnel. So I I, I don't I like the four, I think the formation they line up in is just not. You shouldn't be able to be that close to the quarterback. It's because like, it's almost like kneel down formation. Okay, the reason why I bring it up is because the people, the Bucks fans, are bitching about it. Like that game actually fucking was close at any point in time. Like, just that's shut fair. the fuck up. Like, um, shut up. That's fair. Fair. My loser of the week. Um, as much as I hate to say it, because I think I'm similar to Travis, and I do, I have liked him in the past. But my loser of the week is Jameis Winston. Um, and the biggest reason is Derek Carr goes out. You've got a seventeen nothing lead. That's a game that's just well within your grasp. It's against my Packers too, and that's that's a game that you should have won. Jameis Winston comes in. Um, his stat line wasn't like terrible, but he just he looked lost. I like I I worry that like this is he's not gonna ever find any sort of renaissance or um resurgence, sorry, back into like a starting role at in some place. Um, because he kind of just like showed his face this weekend of like, I am not the guy, and there's a reason they brought in Derek Carr. You're not that guy, um, pal. So like I think that for me it's he's my loser of the week just because he got the chance and he blew a 17 point lead to a team that may or may not be okay. Either that's the reason I lost my work pick'em league. Would have won again the one for that game. Yep. So so well, shout out you know what, Travis, that's funny. karma for you for you wearing a James Wilson jersey and putting fake crab legs in your pants freshman year of college. So <laughs> Well the guy I wore my uh, sophomore year. Yeah, the uh, guy I wore okay. the outfit for isn't even in the league anymore, and he retired. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he was in go. college when I did that. Uh, yeah, yeah, fuck him. My loser of the week. Uh, and I don't know if you listen to the podcast. Good friend of ours might like this: the Notre Dame coaching staff. Because what the fuck are you doing having ten men on the field for the final two plays of the game? Well, did you hear his explanation? What it's not, it's not a good one, but like his explanation was, oh well, I noticed it, and it was too late, and I didn't want to run somebody out there and like get an offside, so I just let it run with ten. I'm like, okay, well, why did you have well, you get an offside? The they're not going to get much farther than what they were. Yeah, yeah. So well, they would have something. Well, like an that. offside wouldn't have mattered because they would score a touchdown. Would have been, but either way. It's different if there would only been one play, like that last play. But they had 10 guys on the field to play before. So that means they didn't substitute anybody in or even look at the personnel. They had 10 yeah. players on the field, two plays in a row. How do you not notice that from above? Yeah. No, that's ass. And they attacked that spot and barely got in. They don't get in if you have 11 players on the field. Tell so, me if I'm so wrong because I was relatively drunk at this point in the day on Saturday, but I was watching this band – and this guy in front of me was like, had his draftings open. I'm like, what are, I was like, what are we betting? <laughs> I was like, what are we riding? And he goes, bro, I, 
because Ohio State was losing at a point in time, right? Am I am I am I misremembering this? They were losing like three nothing. Like they were point. losing almost the, the most of the game. Okay, so there it goes. So he goes, oh dude, Ohio State's down. He goes, right now they're live money lines like plus plus one fifty. I'm like, let's fucking take. It was like three nothing at the time. I'm like, let's ride it. Let's tail it. And then I never saw the guy ever again after that. He got disappeared from my sights. Fucking but it hit. I woke up the next day. I was like, oh fuck, it just hit. So that, I thought that was hilarious. Congrats! I just to that saw guy. him. I saw him scrolling. Dear Jack, he was like, dude. What are we doing? What are we tailing? I need something. <laughs> what, what are we tailing? Yeah. What are we tailing? I love he probably, it. He, uh, he looked at me. He goes, what's this guy doing? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, hopefully future loser of the week, maybe next week, is that the Cubs don't make the playoffs. Oh, my God. I, I can't wait to see this collapse. Marlins win their last, like, four games. They're winning Fucking tonight. They'll Cubs. be tied. Yep. For that yeah, last wild card spot. Yep. I will be so happy. Cardinals right. in the playoffs doesn't matter to me. Not, none of no, it. Is the Cardinals running in? The only, I think it, it'll, but it'll be equally. The only thing that can make my hopes better is to see Cubs fans yep. sad. Because, Jared, you yep. can't tell me that if just because Mizzou doesn't make the national championship game that you want to see Kansas do it. So No, I don't. <laughs> I don't. Uh, we need to find a yeah look at this you got to pour that into a cup get them out of here i wanted to tell jared this earlier but we got sidetracked um real brief story because i won't go too long since we've already been talking but essentially we went to anheuser-busch this weekend um we did a tour they do the tasting they do the cancel on that alone um They did the tasting. They did the 16-ounce draft at the end, but they also gave us a free canned beer that was supposed to be like bottled within the last day, so super fresh. And on the weekend that Mizzou plays in St. Louis, the cans they were giving away were KU cans. I I literally asked the dude, I was like, do you, do you not know who's in town this weekend? He's like, I don't know. He was an older guy. He was like, I don't know. This is just the, the bottles they gave us. I'm like, somebody in this office is probably like a KU alum and did that shit intentionally. <laughs> I don't know about that because I just told Carly and I she I told her because you 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 Snapchatted me and yep. I'm like you got to Gronk spike that shit and you're like trust me I wanted to <laughs> but it's free beer which I get it but Carly's yep. like some people in that fucking marketing office or that that operations are so dense say, unparalleled marketing office <laughs> they're just they're just so dense and 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 un unaware of yeah their target but there market. were there were Mizzou fans all over there today or that that's day and Blues and Brews was that night. So like, yeah, that's that's what Carly said too. She goes, yeah, that yeah. she when I told you you were there, she goes, I'm pretty sure that's the Blues and Brews where all the Blues players come to, yep. uh, Anheuser. Yeah. So I don't know. It was just weird. It was it was a weird choice of because it wasn't just our group too. There were boxes of them just sitting there. You think could have got Range. a sneak uh, sneak peek at Jordan Bington before he almost took him out with a golf ball. God damn yeah. it. Yeah, other other fun story of the day is I was golfing on Monday with Travis at St. Louis Country Club, and Jordan Bennington and a couple other Blues players were on a few tees ahead of us, but the tee box was about 100, 150 yards down on the left. Hit my ball right into the tee box, <laughs> drove up, and I, I at first I didn't like it, didn't click, and I was just like, oh, he, he pointed, he was like, that's your ball. And I was like, oh, thank you. Like, and then they were like, oh, it seemed like if I was going to hit it, I kind of gave him a look. And I was like, oh, I'll just move it so you guys can hit. And I looked again, and I was like, that's Jordan Bennington. And then as we drove away, I looked at Travis, and I go, Travis, that was Jordan Bennington. He turned around, and he goes, holy shit, it is. <laughs> yep. Sure shit Clear was. Clear as day. 
clear as day. So I apologize, Jordan Bennington, that I almost put you on the aisle to start the season. But uh, God, don't do that. Don't do that. You we mentioned that the fucking Jared, You could have been there, but you were gone. Jordan Bennington gone. goes IL after on IL after hitting, getting hit in the head with golf ball. I'm pretty <laughs> sure my father-in-law, Carrie, just bought season tickets. Well, not season. He bought like a package where he he goes to, like we have a, all weekend games, like fourteen or fifteen weekends of the year. And uh, he probably would have killed you if he did that, to be honest with you. So, <laughs> I think a lot of people would, but that would be quite the story. Yeah, it would uh, be. Yes, yes, it would be quite the story. Never, never should've, forget. Should have been standing there. <laughs> Why are you hey, get out of the way, Trying to shoot a 109 here. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, speaking of, <laughs> fucking, we That's were betting in the all. 120s, and I hit a, a, a really bad round of golf, too. At least a really bad front. Yeah, we count, um, we counted just, I mean, we we might have shaved a few strokes off, maybe. I would for say, the most yeah. part, was it was very no, it was true. We, I he counted. He was like, nope, I'm counting the drops. He you want you want to know drop. why it was true? I think he got because maybe got like two mulligans. We counted every goddamn one of Travis's strokes. You want to know what he shot this weekend or Monday? Drum roll, 80, 88. 78. Holy shit! Stroke for stroke, watched the whole thing myself. I can vouch. I was impressed. It was wild. <laughs> it was wild. I, had a, I, need to get, I need to get out there again. I haven't been out there since, since I hit the clubhouse and eat you know, at fucking Pheasant Run. So even if you had to hit the clubhouse at Pheasant yeah. Run, that's a 86 yard par three bladed it right into the window. Somehow it didn't bust. <laughs> nice. Nice. But yeah, Travis, I'm so embarrassed. What am I supposed to do? I'm like, I don't know. You hit the fucking window. All right. Oh, man. Let's roll things. Let's roll into the picks of the week. You guys are gonna hate my college picks, but so so I was I was the whole slate this weekend is gross. I I was about to say because you guys might really hate me. I have three Friday night games on my on my list. Three of them. Actually, I actually like all these picks, but it's just the fact that every single one of them was a Friday pick, and I went through the whole slate. That was the only things I really liked. I have a couple other. Also, we need to get rights. Or just approval to going into our picks week. A driver, the boys are gambling. That line. A driver, the boys are gambling. <laughs> to add into. He brought he he brought he he brought those guys out too. To add they, into they our stream, you should have yelled at him. Hey hey. A I told Carly. I told Carly if I would have got close enough, I would have offered him a zen. I'd be like, hey, you want? You sure you want a zen? All hundred percent. We're taking it. All right, so. Does anyone have Thursday night games? I don't. Uh, college, I all mine are on Saturday. So, all right, I have a Friday night game, Ethan. But you said you have three. What is your first <laughs> I one? Do. Uh, my first There's one only- is Louisville at NC State. Um, oh, I lied. Sorry, 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 sorry. To cut you off, I have a game on Thursday night. Let's hear it. Oh my god. Okay. Jacksonville State at Sam Houston State, seven p.m. on Saturday. Jacksonville State is a six and a half point favorite on the road. Sam Houston has scored 10 total points in their first three games. Jacksonville State has a better scoring defense than any team Sam Houston has played so far. They also have one of the best run games in the country. Sam Houston State ranks 112th in the country against the run. So moving the ball should not be an issue for them. They're the better team. They've proven that they are there and like can win games. Same Houston State on the road, no problem. Minus six and a half. 
give it to me. I mean, if you're Master if you going for ten State. points, Jacksonville State. Jacksonville. Wow. If you're giving up, if you're scoring ten points all season and then facing a defense like that, I, the score could be ten nothing, but I would bank on the nothing being Sam Houston. So, my thought. I like it. I like it. I like it. I like it a lot just from those stats. I don't know shit about either I like of these teams. Yeah, me either. It sounds great. All right. Ethan, roll. Yeah, so mine is uh, the Friday at 6 o'clock game, um, the first of my three. It's Louisville at NC State. Louisville is minus 3.5 on the spread. They are on the road. However, I do like Louisville minus 3.5 this week. Maybe buying a half point to get it to 3. Um, Louisville's got a, fi- a top five offense in the country right now. NC States is um, in the like third quadrant if we were going NCAA basketball rules. Um, they both have kind of middle of the road defenses. Louisville has, I feel like, has played a little bit tougher of competition and they've fared a little bit better in those competitions. Um, they are three and one. NC State or four and zero. I think NC State's three and one. Um, I just think Louisville's the all-around better team. They probably could be ranked right now um, if it weren't for just some of the teams in front of them. NC State has not looked as good as I thought they were going to look. I was high on them preseason. Um, I think Louisville gets it done in this game. I don't like the way three and a half. I liked this game, and then I remembered that we blacklisted Louisville for what they did to us in the first week. Oh, good short attack. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> hey, but it's been a few weeks to calm down, chill it off. Since then, they've beaten Murray State 56 to nothing, Indiana 21 to 14, well, and then Boston College 56 to 28, who's played all of their competition close until this week. Well, then Lamar Jackson went and lost us our Wiseman <laughs> pick of the week, and he no, went to Justin Louisville Tucker Club. lost that game. <laughs> yeah, we'll, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll I don't hate it, but I hate him right now. <laughs> yeah. If I told you, that okay, NC what State did we learn beat, from last week? What did we learn from last week? By the half, because we pushed half, three games last half. week. <laughs> yeah, no All shit. Right. But by the hook, we'll, we'll put a pin. Yep, put a put pin, pin in, in it. In. All right, Jarrett, first one. Oh, mine are all on Saturday, so if you want me to go, I'll go. But uh, I only yeah, have four. Go around table. I only have four. Um. So I got two 11 a.m. games. I'll go with my first one. Um, see what you guys think about it. Syracuse is at home against Clemson. Spread six and a half points Saturday at 11 a.m. Um, I like Syracuse plus six and a half. Home dogs. They're four and zero. Oh. I love a home dog. In a, in I saw a seven. Whatever. I then great. Syracuse putting up over 500 yards of offense a game. I think Clemson, like everyone's like, oh, Clemson revenge game. They lost in overtime. No, I think it's going to be opposite. I think it's going to be Clemson hangover game. I think that loss was demoralizing to them. I think that's a game they should have beaten Florida State in at home, lost in overtime. Uh, sucks. So now they got to go on the road to, to New York. I like Q's plus six and a half, plus seven, maybe buy the hook to seven if you do, if you get it. But say, uh, for sure, buy it to seven. Yeah, they're also 3-0-1 against the spread this year, Syracuse is. I think that's a different Syracuse team. I know we bet like two years ago on Q's to cover against Clemson. They got their fucking shit kicked in. But this this ain't the same Clemson. These are different teams. It's, yeah. it's damn near the same Syracuse team, but it's not the same Clemson team. I looked at yeah. the spread, and I thought something's wrong with that spread. Um, it almost seemed fishy on the side of 
like I said, taking Syracuse at home. If this, if this were in Clemson, I'd roll the other way. Um, I think Clemson wins or they get dog walked. So, yeah, it's about it. Or sorry, if you, Syracuse wins or they get dog walked. See, I don't think that. I think this could be a game where Clemson wins by three or four, two, like on a last second field goal, or they're down by three or four and they get a, they get a touchdown to go ahead. Um, I could see that. I don't. I I don't hate it though. I I I was I had that on my personal um, slate. So I'm glad you had it. Um, yeah, because I didn't. I didn't have enough confidence in it to put it out, but I'm glad you did, uh, Ethan. I'm also walking around blindly in college, and I think I think I'm the one who put out some picks last week, last minute that like hit. I can't remember which ones they were, but I, I have, think we I took. Gone. I think the only straight up of yours we took was the one push. That's fine. Then I then I'm only one in college last week. Oh, oh, God, one. fuck. Yeah, let's do it. Go ahead, Ethan. Sorry. No, you're good. Um, the next game I have is Utah at Oregon State. I told you that all my, or three of my games were on Friday. This is Friday at 8 p.m. Utah is plus three on this spread on the road at Oregon State. Um, but I love Utah plus three here against this team. Utah, as not great as they've looked on offense, has one of the best defenses in the country. Um, I, think, I think that – they have the best, if we're being honest, yeah. with the teams yeah. they've played on paper exactly. so far, stat wise, they might. Not I'm just play. gonna go on record and saying I love this pick, but it's just like Travis said, I was too chicken shit to put it on my on my pick sheet. Um, so I just I can't. Like I yeah. So all I was gonna say was, um, they're they're such a good team defensively, if not the best team, kind of like you said. Um, the unders hitting every single Utah game this year, which maybe the unders even something to consider. I actually wrote it down here as like I would also play this if people didn't like the spread. Um, Oregon State's offense on paper has been solid, but they've played San Jose State, UC Davis, and San Diego State. They did a little California trip, and then they lost to Washington State, um, where they let up thirty-five point or thirty-eight points as well. Um, and now they get to go play a really solid Utah defense. I think that they're going to get stunned because of the competition that they've played so far, and Utah is going to hold them to a low enough amount to where their offense can thrive. I like this pick I need, a lot. I mean, what you Cam just said is why. My life. Why is Oregon State ranked yeah. still then, based on that schedule you you, you just told me? I, people are, are pretty ranked? high on Washington State, and so I'm I'm almost wondering if like, and I know that they were ranked yeah, beforehand, I believe. But Washington State, even though they lost to them, it was a really competitive game. It was very close. Came down to the end. They lost by three. Um, so I don't know I don't if that care. kind of played into it. I know they were already ranked previously, but that could have just kind of even with the loss fed into the. You can go ahead and pin Utah good. in our in our that we're going to put some units on because I like that pick a lot. I liked it enough. I, I do. I will say this though, and this can fluctuate. This can be one that we change uh, the day of. I only like Utah for one unit unless Cam Rising finally plays. Okay, well, then we can put disclaimers. We can put, like, if Cam Rising plays, we're going to do two. If he doesn't, we're, we're going to put one, and we have another game where we're kind of like have alternates on. I'm fine with that, too. It could even be my fucking Syracuse game. I mean, that could be our alternate, like, sw- flip-flop okay. there, because you said you said you liked it, too, Trav. So, there you go. All right. Yep. Um, my next pick is Saturday at 11 a.m. It is USC at Colorado. Um, first of all, 
there's two there's two picks I like in this one, um, and I'll I want to let you two actually decide which one that we want to take. I wanted to hammer this. I wanted to hammer this pick last week, and it was the under seventy one of Oregon and Colorado, and it hit without a fucking doubt, and it wasn't even close. This over under is seventy three and a half. Um, I don't think Colorado's going to be able to move the ball very well. I think Travis Hunter's going to be out again. So that's one of them. And then the other one that I like is USC first half minus 13 and a half because Oregon came out hot early last last week. And I think USC is going to do the same thing. My only worry with that is they're on the road. Oregon's at home. Outs in field is crazy. I like the under more than I like the first half bet. Because I think USC will lay off the gas. I think USC will play Caleb Lynch. Not the first half, second. though. Yeah, I still feel more comfortable with the under than I do with the 13 and a half. I can see a backdoor happening there. I actually do as well. And the only reason is because they did take such a beat down last week that Dion might just have a more well-put-together game plan. To If not, not that they're going to score a bunch of points. Yeah. but that the defense will look a little bit better. And then also that they might try to sustain more drives on offense and not try to chuck the ball downfield every play um, or, or get some, I mean, they tried to run the ball. It seemed like a lot this weekend too. And it was just constant. Their, their offensive line got ate up. So I, I just think that they might try to slow the game down. Um, and I think that that abides to the under even more, which is why I like that one more. I'm just thinking if Oregon was up 30 plus points in the first half, what USC is going to do with their offense? That was my yeah, yeah. it. I hear you there. I, I we can come back to it. I, I personally lean the under because. Uh, can you tease it? <laughs> I don't think you can tease it. We can't tease first half. No, I, 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 I on your conversation, I like USC full game spread more than first half spread. See, I think that causes for more of a backdoor than anything else. Yeah, you know, being down like thirty and letting up a couple touchdowns. Yeah, we'll come back. Either way, we'll circle back. But I I don't hate it because I I have a couple. I have a couple big big spreads as well. So, uh, my next one, I guess it's my turn. I'm gonna start rolling. It's another Saturday 11 a.m. game. Just hear me out here. Don't fucking overreact. I know Ethan probably will because he because he's a Big Ten guy. Um. Penn State at Northwestern, Saturday, 11 a.m. I like Penn State minus 27. Um, don't hey, knock the fuck off, Travis. Um, it's another big spread. I have another big spread before this. But Penn State's 4-0 against the spread. They're beating their opponents by an average of 31.75 points per game. North Northwestern has lost by 17 to Rutgers and 24 to Duke. If you don't, if you're going to sit here and tell me that you think Penn State isn't leaps and bounds above Rutgers and Duke, then you're crazy. Because I think they are. I, will, I think they're going to fucking. I will give you them. this. I was looking at this because I, I will give you this opposing stat. The games that Northwestern lost to Rutgers and Duke, both on the road. The okay. game that Penn State won on the road, Illinois, who's also pretty god awful this year, only by 17 points. This is only this is Penn State's only second road game. You're fine. Uh, it's we, we can definitely we, we can go ahead and toss it out. It was on my card. I want to hear Ethan's thoughts though. So I think big Briggs. Jesus Christ, man! I <laughs> big spread. Briggs spread. Briggs spreads. Um, 
big spreads scare me, but I think Northwestern, just from what I've seen on paper, I don't care that they're two and two, is very bad. Like if yeah. you put Illinois and Northwestern up right now, it'd be like putting the Bears and Broncos together. And I think that Illinois could beat this Northwestern team by 15. Um, yeah. And that's that's the only reason why I'm like Penn State could come out and throttle them like 56 to seven. I get that Northwestern beat a also average Minnesota team last week in overtime. But other than that game, have not impressed me one bit. Um, Minnesota it's a big spread. I, it could yeah. be another comeback too because of it because it's so big. It could be something that we throw in a teaser with a couple other games because that'd make yeah. a lot of sense to me. I think 21 is very doable with those two teams playing, but 27 is just a lot of points. It is a lot. It's a, it's lot, a lot. lot. I was just looking at the data. I mean, my slate is a little smaller, so we might be able to toss it. In. I still wrote it down. We'll talk about them at the end. I don't hate it. I was just giving opposing. No, I'll, I, I, agree. I like being. So we're here the voice for, of we got we got we got to find we got to find the balance of like we can't just we gotta, be like yep like it move on we got to no, have no, some agree. sort of argument if we don't like it so all right <clears throat> um is it me mm-hmm. yeah it's me all right um this is one of my favorite picks I'm going out of order here but I just want to get this out to you guys uh Eastern Carolina at Rice uh. Sarah covers his head because I think the most obscure games, but they've been doing all right. I will say they've been doing all right. Uh, Rice minus three over under 46 and a half Saturday night, 6 p.m. Rice, one of the worst defenses in college football. They allow 40 points per game to opposing FBS schools. On the flip side, ECU has allowed 34 points per game to opposing FBS schools. You can almost cut these numbers in half of what they allow to hit this over. It's not going to be hard. Rice has one of the best air raid offenses in the entire country, believe it or not, because they have 29-year-old JT Daniels under center, if you didn't know that. Um, At home, 46 and a half. I love this. 49? He's five years older. Than no, two. he's not. He's not. But it's still, it's still JT saying. Daniels, who might have been Daniels. in college when we were in college. So, <laughs> so here, so, so it's you saying the over of what? Fifty nine and a half, forty six and a half. A hammer, hammer. So, I get that. I think we all get lured in by stats. And Travis, I love the deep dives here. I, I'm gonna play devil's advocate, just like you play devil's advocate. You pick these dog shit schools. Like at some point in time, we have to realize that these are dog shit athletes. Not dog shit, but not better. Right. Than- <clears throat> I understand they're dog shit. That's why the one defense allows forty points per game, and the other defense allows thirty four points per game. They're sure. dog shit. Okay. <laughs> they're not good. So that's, I'm, I'm talking maybe not overrunners, but in spreads, we got especially like we can't rely on these kids who are going to be fucking oh. enterprise salesmen down the line. <laughs> That we have I to trust it. in the cover spread, you know. So, uh, I like I like it though. Forty six seems super low for teams that allow thirty and forty points a game. Yeah, I also I, the, uh, Rice put up forty three points on Houston. Like, but what is if they're going to score that much against an FBS Big Twelve team? I don't know. What is it? I will say on a lot of the I, looking into it last week, they haven't they hadn't accounted for the run clock as much. This week, I see a lot of low totals, a lot of lower totals than what I did last week. Okay. Um, so maybe they're trying to cover their asses a little bit, but this is the one that's just way too low for me. I've liked and if you want to give me so. shit, 
<laughs> you want to give me shit on my fucking over last week of that Wyoming App State game that should have hit. The dude had first and first and ten on his own on the other twenty yard line. All they needed was a field goal to go to overtime, and he threw a pick in the end zone. Yeah, nice. Yep, yep, yep. All right, Ethan, what's your next one? Where did you already go? I can't remember. He I only have four. No, I've only I done two picks. picks. Yeah, me too. Okay, you picks. go. All right, so moving into my next pick is, you guessed it, another Friday night pick. It's the last one I have, though. It is uh, the nine fifteen game on Friday. It is Cincinnati. Yeah, three, three picks? Huh? No, my last, Friday night I, my last Friday night pick. Sorry, that's what I meant. Oh, okay. My last one, yeah, last Friday night pick. Um. But it's Cincinnati at BYU. BYU is plus two and a half on the spread. Um, Cincinnati has two wins. They're two and two. Their wins are over Eastern Kentucky by three, and then a three point win over Simo. Um, yeah, and the one and four pit team, sorry, who uh, beat Wolford is who they've beaten. Um, they lost to Oklahoma and Miami, Ohio. They got to travel across the country on a weeknight. BYU has an above average defense. They've played better competition. Um, they're at home. Give me BYU plus two and a half. Let me say fucking Throw my shit list. Let's say BYU is. Yeah, for what they did with Kansas last the week. Kansas game, yeah. Keaton Slovis yeah. sucks penis. Yeah. We'll, we'll circle back yeah, to it. I mean, I don't, don't, I don't, I don't I, hate it. I just hate Cincinnati is so – they haven't impressed me. They haven't played anybody to impress me. Um, oh, no, me neither. Player. I just hate it yeah. right now because I'm mad at BYU for what they did. Yeah. yeah and the game that they were like back and forth, back and forth, and then it got blown out and couldn't even backdoor it. So um, two, of my, two of my picks this week are on Travis's shit list, Louisville and uh, BYU. He's, yeah. He's trying to, he's trying to get these – Teams that are on the get right track, but if we take one of one of them or both of them and they lose again, never again. <laughs> Shitless. If I, to, if I have to toss one of those out, it's going to be Louisville. I'm just saying it right now. I like them yeah, on the road than the BYU pick, but that's fair because the yeah, cause I, they are. I like. See, I hate close home dogs. I hate betting against close home dogs. I'd rather yeah. bet on the home dog that is BYU. Yep. Yep. Okay, cool. Sweet. I'll roll on my next pick. I only got two more left. Um, another big spread game. Actually, the last two of mine are big spread games. Oregon at Stanford, Saturday at 530. I like Oregon minus 27. Seems like a huge thing. Stanford's fucking horrible. Let's see. Let's think about what Oregon just did to Colorado. Shit pumped their shit. Um, Oregon's beating shit their pumped their shit. shit. Oregon's beating their opponents by an average of 40.75 points per game this year. So, Stanford. What, what intrigues you to look at the line and be like, 27 points? I got it. <laughs> well, I looked it up and I looked at their ATS record. They're 4-0. Stanford's like fucking 1-3. Stanford's horrendous. Um, Stanford's 1-3 overall, too. And I'm just looking at Oregon, and I, I think like Colorado, like yes, we're shitting on right now, but I still don't think they're uh, they're like an above average team in the big Pac-12. I think I think Stanford is a below average team, probably close to the bottom shit list here. And look what Oregon just did to Colorado. That's my thing. Jared Stanford went to the burnt ruins and won. What's that? 
<laughs> oh, Hawaii. Jesus Christ. God damn it. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. It was, it, we're jokes. You can't take a joke and get out of here. Yeah. Um, that's why they're one and three. They went to Hawaii and one in the state where they had no fans left. So. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the bleep button when you need it? Oh, no, it's so funny, dude. I mean. Dark humor. I mean, thought, thought T's and P's out to all the people in Hawaii, though. Uh, I you got to make some, gotta oh, make some light they're, of it. They're not even. A, they're, I don't think Hawaii's in Maui. I don't think University of Hawaii's on Maui. That's no, problem. it's not in Maui. But is, is that the big island? Maui's the one that caught on fire. But so. you know what? The fucking St. Louis Blues don't play in fucking Potosi, Missouri either and you'd still care if something happened to the people up there so it's true but I'm just saying like our jokes are really aren't really like geographically accurate so take I don't (laughs) bottom line I don't give a fuck so that's what what I'm gonna say there that's fair the more I look at that the more I like it I think I almost like that a little bit better than the Penn State because of the like just the Big Ten defense uh, thing Um, outside of that, I have one more pick. Me too. Um, I found myself more and more starting to come around to this. It's Georgia at Auburn Saturday at two 30. Um, you might be thinking I'm going one way and then I juke you out to the other. I'm going Auburn's team total under 15 and a half. Um, they only put up 10 points against a and Um, uh, Talked about, you know, they ran Bo Nix out of town for freaking Peyton Thorne, who I was worried about last week picking with Ethan's pick. I was like, I don't know about him coming from Michigan State. Dude sucks, had 44 passing yards. What's he going to do against Georgia? I don't care that it's at home. Team total under 15 and a half. They might come out and they might score 14 in the first half, but they ain't scoring after that. <laughs> Just like South Carolina did. Just like South Carolina did. That's why I said it. Yep. I don't hate yeah, that. At I mean, all. we've. We've kind of seen so far this year, Georgia has been a second half team. They've been in a lot of close games, but a lot of those close games started early on. um, And then they just kind of came out in the second half and dominated. So you may not be wrong. They might literally score 14 or 14 in the first half and then not score again, but I don't hate it. I'm I'm not confident enough to make it a uh, three Wiseman pick of the week, but no, 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 no. It was like 21 and a half, maybe, but (laughs) yeah. Hey, it was like an under 15 and a half for the rest of them. No, no one said that. Hey, hey. How's it going, Charlie? Let's do that. No. Oh my I'm God. a little drunk. Just let you guys know it right now. Are you Tony uh, Stank? I, I don't know if you guys can tell uh, listening and not seeing, but I think all of us are pretty sloshed right now. So. Yeah. <laughs> this could be an entertaining episode. We're already literally an hour in. So, um, all right. I will jump into yeah, I have give us your last picks. pick. I have two more. No, it's Ethan's so, turn, man. motherfucker. Two more. Yeah. Roll them off. We've been two days talking about Tony Stank, so let's uh, stank it on up and get through these next two picks. And the first one that I have for you, they're both Saturday at 11 a.m. Um, the first one's Florida at Kentucky. I'm not going to spend too much time because of the amount of picks that we've done already and still got a few more to go through, but it's basically a pick them. Florida is at Kentucky. Um, we this goes a lot of off of my preseason and how much I like Kentucky. I think Kentucky's the better team. I think Graham Mertz has played the best football that he's probably played for the year. Um, Kentucky Pickham is I, t- Kentucky money line is what I'm going to ride with on this one. I think they're the better team at home. 
um, better defense. Graham Mertz is not an SEC caliber quarterback. I don't care what he's looked like the first few weeks. Um, this Florida team is not near as good as this Kentucky team is, especially not on the road. Mm. I, don't I like the pick. I just want to be more sure about my disapproval of Florida. Yeah. Before I think Graham Ritz, Graham Ritz has a lot of experience, and we've kind of shit on him a lot. I think he's kind of getting a little mini resurgence in Gainesville, to be honest with you, from, from, from what I've seen. Um, but he hasn't even really been the reason why they're winning, no, outside of maybe the Tennessee game. So there you go, case in point. Like he doesn't, he has to be a game manager and he can win. Not turn the ball I over. I think that I talked it. about this preseason too, though, is like I think Tennessee is not as good of a football team as people are saying they are. Um, oh, I so like I like the pick with Kentucky. Me, so. I'm not against it. I just want to see, I want to make sure that they are fraudulent. <laughs> <laughs> well, and also this that Kentucky is what we said they were, but hey, let's get another fucking fight between fat linemen and a running back in the game. That, that's how you determine the winner right there. <laughs> uh, all right, what's your last pick, Jared? Uh, okay, it's not, another big spread. You're not gonna like uh, Travis probably love this one actually. Uh, Oklahoma at Iowa State or Oklahoma at home gets Iowa State six o'clock on Saturday. Oklahoma's minus 20. Iowa State's fucking horrendous. We've already determined that, right? Yes. Um, OU has one of the best defenses in the country. They're allowing eight and a half points per game. I think the most points they've allowed all year is like 14. Another game, they'll 11, zero, and something else. Uh, Iowa State struggles to score. OU puts up over 500 yards of offense per game. I think this is going to be a fucking slaughter. Oklahoma at home against Iowa, Iowa State, minus 20. I think they might win by fucking 40 points. I actually kind of like this pick a lot, and I think it's it's all those things that you just said about Iowa State just not being a good football team. But I also think this is a prove-it game for Oklahoma, and that might be something crazy to say, but I, I think a lot of people, because of how they kind of performed last year with being such a powerhouse, didn't really give them a lot of credit this season. They haven't done enough to be like, no, we are in the legit conversation. I think that this is going to be a prove-it. Like, I'm going to come out. I'm going to, like, smack the shit out of my opponent. Um and run away with this game. So I could, I could see that too. Of the biggest spreads, this might be my favorite one. Um, everyone's like, oh, but Iowa State got back on track last week after that shit storm of an Ohio game. No, they played Oklahoma State, who's been absolutely god-awful. Uh, Gundy might get fired after this year, resign. Um, and now it's no just kind of like a, that was just like a get-back game. Um Oklahoma is legit. Dylan Gabriel, talk about a guy who actually might be 29 years old. Um, because Jesus, I like, I, yeah, I like it. Um, Ethan, last pick. Last pick for college for me um, is a Saturday at noon game as well. Like I said, um, it's another SEC game. It's Texas A&M at Arkansas Saturday at 11. Um, Texas A&M starting quarterback, Connor Wiegman, Wiegman probably going to say it yeah. wrong. doesn't matter is out for the year. Um, Texas A&M has already kind of proven that they weren't the team that they thought they were going into the season. Um, Arkansas not, isn't necessarily either, but they're at home. You're playing against a backup QB. It's a plus six and a half spread. Um, I'd probably like it. buy it up to seven. Um, I think Arkansas at home is, is going to get this done against an unproven guy in the against, same thing as Syracuse. Even if they don't get it done, they got some cushion. I like that a lot, actually. 
Yeah, I didn't know that he was out for the year. I like that dive. Um, Here are the picks that we had talked about for sure. Oh, boy. Uh, That we liked for sure. Two, three, four, five, six. Uh, Jacksonville State minus six and a half. You guys said you liked it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Syracuse plus seven. We liked it. Utah plus three. We liked Mm -hmm. it. The ECU Rice over 46 and a half. I love it. Um, yeah, like Oklahoma minus 20, and then Arkansas plus seven. There's Those six of great. them. So we talked about. Okay. Now we got to divvy up units. Yeah. Let's do. What are the picks? What are the picks that we want to just put a unit on? Um, Syracuse. Syracuse, just a unit. Yeah. Yeah. Utah plus three. I think. Yeah. Okay. You're just eight with four picks up. Put two in the rest of them. Two Boom. on the rest. There you go. Wrap it up. That's easy enough. Yeah, I don't hate that because I was gonna say like two units for sure on the rice pick. I really like that one. Um, mm-hmm. And then two for sure on um, what was the first pick listed? I already Jacksonville got it. State minus yeah, six and that, a half. Two on that one for sure. So if we're doing that, we might as well throw, throw two on the other two. So yeah. All right. Easy enough. We got it. Here is the official card. Jacksonville State minus six and a half at two units. Syracuse plus seven at a unit. Utah plus three at a unit. ECU and Rice over 46 and a half at two units. Oklahoma minus 20 at two units. And Arkansas plus seven at two units. Let's get it. Let's get it. We need a big week. This is G5. No, this is not a... Challenger. Challenger? Yep. Challenger. All right. All right. NFL slate. This is a we had a tough NFL slate this this week, boys. I got I got yeah. I got five, potentially six picks I like. So I, I have, have four, four I have four picks yeah. in a parlay. So I tried Jerry's to cook a parlay. Up, okay. Thursday night football. Ethan, I think you like it. Packers money line against the Lions. I like Lions money line. I the only reason Jared that right. I don't like it as much as I would have. Um, well, the only reason that I don't like <laughs> it as much as I would have six hours ago yeah. is David Bakhtiari and Elton Jenkins are out again. Um, so if you're missing two of the best, yeah, but you guys have been have competitive without them, though. I mean, competitive, yes, but impressive, not necessarily. Like the Falcons the game, the Lions beat a Chiefs team that we're looking at. I'm like, are they really that good? Are they really that that top tier? I mean. Mm-hmm. They beat the Bears. So the only the only reason that I like I I like it is because they're at home. They get Aaron Jones and Christian Watson back. But the reason I dislike it is because they don't get back two of their strongest guys on their offensive line. I get they haven't had them for the last two weeks. Um, but that's why it's a toss. Here's my thing. I I I think Jair Alexander can I really isolate if they do it right. Can isolate Amon Ross St. Brown. He didn't play last week either, though. And yes, he's scheduled to on be on track to play this week, but it scares me because he was out last week. So that's another thing too. He's not soft, Tommy. You need a new trial. I, I almost I almost put the Lions on my official pick, but I didn't want to do it because A, I knew it'd get thrown out. B, I know I'm going to be watching the game with Ethan, so I can't root against. Yeah, you can't be <laughs> rooting against me when we're in the same location. You want to root against the Packers when you're on your own time. That's one thing. Here we go. Here we go. Toss it out. That's fine. I have six of them. No, no biggie. No biggie. You know what I will bet. You know. Travis you know what Brown. I will bet though. <laughs> I'm gonna bet 
And I'm going to say this right now. I don't know why, but I'm going to bet something on Sam Laporta because the dude's been going nuclear. And, and then I'm going to bet on Luke Musgrave's yards. So tight ends in this game should thrive. They're, both of these teams have been great against tight ends for one and both have very underrated tight ends. Double, Damn, I double, love tight ends. Double, double pick them. Parlay, Sam Laporta. <laughs> Lucas Luke Musgrave. Luke Musgrave. Luke Musgrave. <laughs> I said, Luke are you Tony's thing? <laughs> Parlay, ATTS, anytime touchdown score. Those no. Two. Oh, my God. Not. If Do we it. have a half unit Do to spare at the end of this Do podcast, it. Do it. sure. Do it. I'd rather hey, do this. Hey, hey. If you want to <laughs> parlay these two, I would parlay both of their yards. Or like Travis said, their yards and their catch. Or See, that's not. Musgrave's yards. I, I said Travis his fucking parlay I did on Sunday, Ethan. It was five bucks to win like ninety thousand dollars. It was a twelve leg anytime touchdown score play. Travis, you laugh at me. Nine of those hit. Nine of those twelve hit. I was three short. Crazy. Okay. I, they all three I happened to know what the payout of the nine. You can just think about that for the rest of your life. Yeah. Um, you know what? Luke I, Musgrave I is thirty six and a half yards. Laporta's forty two and a half. Laporta's how many smack, catches? So. How many catches for each? Musgraves three and a half, which I don't love. Laporta's four. I like see the thing is I don't like the hook on each. Laporta's four and a half. I like three and four. I don't like four and five. That's what the props get you. Okay, anyway, nothing Thursday in the game. That was my first pick. Someone else go to the next one. I'm gonna pee, but I Jared, you have more or Travis, you have more of the picks than me left. So go yep. ahead. Um, uh, my first one is Sunday at noon. It is Bengals at Titans. Bengals are two point favorites. Um listen here. The Titans have one of the worst offenses in the NFL. They rank 31st in yards per game. The only team they are beating right now is the Jets. We talked about how big of a shitstorm they are. They're also 30th um, in points, only in front of the Giants and the Jets. The Bengals, they've had a slow start to the year. They kind of picked it up a little bit in the second half of that uh, Monday night game. If they can't outscore this Titans team, with Joe Burrow's injury, you got to shut him down for the year and move on to next season. But I'm going to take my faith. I'm going to put it in Joe Burrow. I'm going to put it in Jamar Chase. Minus two. Give me, give me two units on Bengals. Minus two. So on the top of my list. So I'm not even going to add anything else. This is one of my favorite picks of the week. Um, we'll wait and see if Jarrett had this, like this, whatever. But I think that's a two-unit no-brainer and three if we all have it, because this, like you said, this Bengals team has to get right. Um, this freaking lost my train of thought this titans team is not gonna get it right their offense is the Bengals defense has been right. solid exactly so it's just their offense hilarious. has been struggling so i love this pick i don't have it in my card but i do like it i do for sure to unit we'll make it through as when we can uh it worries me them going on the road well i was in franklin tennessee this past weekend for that festival is that on I the road to, <laughs> i went yeah i went to a sports bar in franklin tennessee which is about 20 minutes south of, of nashville and there's so many Titans fans in there. And just the, the dejection on their face. Or like fucking Ryan Tannehill would roll out of the pocket. They'd be like, run, run. And he'd fucking throw it out of bounds like 15 yards. I'm like, I mean, I, did you I, don't, see, I, don't, I don't envy you guys at all. I, I remember you, those days as a Dolphins fan. If you watched what the 
Bengals were able to do to Matt Stafford and the pressure they put on him on Monday night. I can only imagine what they're going to be able to do to Ryan Tannehill. And on top of that, he has no weapons to throw to. Uh, I mean, you can say Traylon Burks and DeAndre Hopkins all you want, but I'm not going to believe you. Not so. yet, no. Not with the way that they've looked. And again, you talked about like, will they, you know, be on the? Is it a road game? Like, if there's one pilgrimage that Bengals fans are going to make this season outside of maybe the Steelers is going to be this game because of its proximity. Um, yeah, that they're, they're gonna. Yeah. This is a road game that a lot of fans can travel to. Road game in Nashville. Let's go to fucking yeah. Nashville and party for the weekend. Yeah, exactly. about sure. as equal as fucking Vegas. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like I said, love that pick though. I'm not even gonna put any more dive deep into it because it's a two unit, if not three unit, banger. I like it. All right. I like it a lot. So I'll go next, Here. I guess, because Ethan had that one. Yep. Uh, I like the Rams money line. I didn't write down who they're playing. So I'm an idiot. <laughs> But one second. Wow, that is a great. I like the Rams money line, but I I don't remember. I don't even know who they're playing, but I like it. I don't know if it's the NFL version of the Rams. Playing the Colts. I was throwing darts earlier and it just hit. No, they're playing the Colts. Uh, Listen, I don't think the Colts are a good team. Everyone's fucking pumping up AR's dick. Is he going to be fully healthy? Who goddamn knows this week to play? If it's Gardner Minshew playing, I really love the Rams right now because they are almost at the Lambs. They're actually plus one. So on the money line, they're like plus 102, plus 103. Um, and they really haven't played – the Rams haven't played terrible this year. I mean, if you look at the games they've played, they lost the Bengals by a field goal. They lost to the Niners by a touchdown. Yes, they got their shit pumped by the Seahawks. Um, no, the, the, Sorry, they shit pumped the Seahawks. I think that they're a lot better. The Colts, if you look at the Colts and Seahawks on a level playing field, I think the Seahawks are a much better football team, and the Rams sh- ship up in week one. So, on the road. Uh, so, yeah. yeah I mean, I like they Rams only have, they have two losses against two pretty good teams, and they lost by seven and they lost by three. Yeah. Um, my one concern, and I don't, I don't like him as a player, is Anthony Richardson coming back. Uh, and then he'll not, hurt, he'll not, hurt not, in the second game, quarter, but not game yeah. planning for them. He'll get hurt right. in the second quarter because very different styles of quarterbacks. So if you're if you're planning on Gardner Minshew and you get Anthony Richardson, and granted, I get it. Like Sean McVay and NFL coaches in general are going to be smart enough to try to game plan game prep for both, but you're going to put emphasis on the guy you think is starting. Um, so I, I, I don't hate it either, though, because the Colts yeah. are still a not very good team. They still don't have Jonathan Taylor. Um, so like if it if it truly is a pick 'em or even a plus one, like that's that's pretty good value for yeah for the Rams for the way they've played. I agree. Okay. Cool, cool. Put a pin in it. Um my next game is Sunday at noon or one or wherever the fuck you're watching. Ravens at Browns. Browns are minus three over under 40 and a half. We talked about this a little bit as if I didn't have enough reason to hate Lamar. Sold our parlay last weekend. Fortunately, they are going up against the best defensive in the NFL. And I think maybe one of the best defenses as a whole we've seen in a while. They lead the yards per game in the NFL by a huge margin. They allow 163 yards per game. That's it. The next best team, 253. 90-yard difference there. They also lead the NFL in scoring defense. On the flip side, Baltimore leads the 
kind of kind of leads. They're in the uh, they're they ranked eighth in scoring defense in the NFL. Um, I like so the under. So half. so not 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 leading at all. Like not even close. They're eighth. Like I mean, they're one of the leading teams. Cleveland <laughs> is leading. They're eighth, and then the other ones at first. I like under forty and a half. Dick weed. You said forty and a half. Yeah, it's low, but perfect. I can see nope. it love it. AFC AFC North shit show, dude. Yep. Is it in Cleveland? Yep. Even better. Love it. Let me wind whipping off that fucking lake right there. Can't remember which one it is. I think, it, I think it's Superior. It's um, definitely not. <laughs> whatever. You know, That's the one way up in Michigan. I'm I'm pretty goddamn that, sure it's Superior. <laughs> it's like uh, it's definitely like Erie. Yeah, it's Erie. Yeah, you're right. My bad. Fuck, well, you got a 20% chance of hitting it. Which anyway, one is it? I like that because I think the Browns defense is next level, but also their offense sucks ass too. So, I mean, that's the thing. But, yeah. We got two good defenses going up against not a whole lot of great offense that we've seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Then All you right. both better love my pick later, but I will save it for later. Um, my next pick is actually Sunday at 8.30 in the a.m. time because oh, it is shit. London. In the a.m. time. In the a.m. Um, you sound like you're from London. It's London, isn't it? Um, it's the Falcons and Jags, isn't it? Um, that was the Falcons and Jags yeah, sure. are playing in London. Um, the Jaguars are a very experienced London team. I think they've played in London more than any They're other team. They're playing back-to-back the weeks this year. And they are staying in Europe for two weeks. Really? Um, they mm-hmm. sure are. The Who Falcons the volunteers team, for that. Because they're going to move them there eventually. Probably. <laughs> They'll be the, the London Jaguars. <laughs> um, that makes no, sense. But, zero fucking sense. No, it sure doesn't. Um, the Jaguars are minus three. Um, the Falcons have been an impressive team so far this year, but the one major aspect of their team that has not been impressive is their quarterback, and it's Desmond Ritter. Um, he is very vastly underperformed. Um, I don't like this Jaguars team in the way they've looked to start the season either, but I think they're a better than the Falcons team, more experienced overseas. The Falcons have only played overseas twice. Um, the Falcons have played overseas, I want to say it's eight times now, um, eight or nine. And they're right at 500 in the way they've performed and better in recent years. Um, I'm not saying that's going to be the ultimate factor, but the Jaguars came into the season supposing to be the better team. I think that kind of like the Bengals, they'll find a way to get it right. Maybe not necessarily to the level, but the Falcons are supposed to be a good team. Their quarterback's not a great team. I like the Jaguars in a field goal spread. It's a a bounce back game in a game that they Get ready to learn Chinese, buddy. Overseas. Get out Uh, of here. I I like it. I didn't put it on my card, but I like it because yeah, I do think same. I think do think Jacksonville's a better team. It's a divisional game. Well, so, okay, no, not it, no, well, it's not a divisional game. game. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> we're gonna go out and say this: if the Jags don't cover the spread or lose this game, ever, never again. Yep. yep. Never again. Yep. Okay, uh, Jarrett. Yeah, so my next one, hear me out. I know we're going to hate him from last week. I like the Vikings minus four at the Panthers on Sunday at noon. Panthers are the worst team, or maybe one of the worst teams in the league next to Chicago, in my opinion. This is on my uh, card as well. Yeah, 
I think the Vikings can't afford to go zero and four. I think this is their season is already done. But yeah, but I think I think it's gonna be a slaughter. I think it's gonna be a Vikings slaughter. I think J- Jettison go off. I think Addison go off. I think everyone's gonna go Jettis. off on that team. Um, the pa- the Panthers are bad. Like the Panthers are probably worse than they are than, bad. They're they're right next to the Bears right there. Well, and as so, bad I mean, as I think the big like factor in this game is as bad as the Vikings defense has been this year the Carolina offense has been that much worse yeah and so if if I'm betting on whether or not the Vikings are going to put up 30 points but can't somehow hold a terrible Carolina offense to less than 20 um I I will be shocked I think that this offense will run away with it they have like you said their season might be over but this is a game in their eyes they're like if we lose then it's definitely over yeah, um, a lot of guys got stuff to prove. Kirk Cousins is in a contract year, and he has looked very good this year. Um, but the rest of his team has not. I think he'll continue to perform. Um, I like it. So I'm yeah, I mean, I don't know what I. I, I guess I was just kind of skipping them by, but I like this altered all the way up to like ten. So really, don't hate it. <laughs> yeah, I think it's double well, digit win. If you like them like at the 10, you'll four. love them at uh, four and a half. Minus four. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, my, I have two more picks and then the parlay. My next one is Sunday Night Football. It's Chiefs at Jets. Oh, easy. Um, easy. The Jets are falling apart at the scene. People are fighting each other. Like wide receivers <laughs> are wanting to fucking square up with their fucking positional coaches on the sidelines. <laughs> and, I mean, Anything under 10 points here. I love it. Um, Nine and a half. I love it. I know. The Chiefs just hung yeah. 40 on the Bears. I don't see how they're going to be able to keep up with Chiefs offense. Chiefs minus nine and a half. Oh, this is, this is a hammer. This is, a I hate, is this it? Is this I it? hate NFL spreads that are big, but it's it's hard to pass this one up. Like, Yeah. They should wallop that team. That and you know the Jets. The Jets' solution this week was to go out and sign Trevor Simeon. So um, great pick. I don't care who the fuck is at quarterback. Um, this game is not going to be within double digits. That dude has a house in every state of this fucking country because how <laughs> many teams he's been on. <laughs> Him and uh, Josh Rosen. Oh. That too. Chosen so Rosen. Subject. Yeah. All right, Ethan. All right. Well, two of mine have been taken already. Um, I will give you my last one. I'm going to bet this until it dies. Um, Bucks at Saints under one. These defenses are very, very good. Bucks, just like they proved me last week against the Eagles. I said that under Um, 41. It's 41. Their offense has been fine, but their defense is great. And now that they started to play better defenses, their offense hasn't been as fine. Saints have a solid defense. They lost their starting quarterback. Um, I know they have some decent play behind them in Jameis Winston. Is Derek Carr out out for like a long period of time? He's supposed to be out for weeks. Um, I don't know if it's going to be season, but it's weeks. So he's he's not playing this week. Um, I wanted to say it was no shoulder. I think it was shoulder is what it ended up being. Put some more mascara on and get out there. I didn't actually get to watch that game until the fourth quarter, so I didn't see any of the injury or anything. But um, either way, doesn't matter to me. The offense for the Saints isn't going to score. The defenses are going to come out to play in a divisional matchup. 41 points is a lot for these two teams. I think it could be another 17-10 to 10 game. 
Um, even if it's 25 to 11, like it was this past week for the Bucks, 17 to he, 18, like it was for the Packers, it's not going to hit. He is week to week. He's not ruled out yet, but he apparently he has an AC joint sprain. So shit, throw good. him out there over Jameis at that rate because he wasn't doing well before the AC joint sprain. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. Yeah. No, Ethan, this, this he might is throw more touchdowns in the other team than he does his own team. <laughs> this is a question mark on my card, and that was like what Travis just said. That was my my biggest concern with it is if Jameis plays plus and Baker plays is like turning the ball over in plus territory. But if you like it, I like it because um, it was on it, it was on my card as like a question mark, or like I'd throw it in at the very end. So yeah, okay, Jarrett. Next. My last one. So Travis took Travis took KC minus nine and a half as one of mine. Ethan just took my uh, under in the uh, Bucks Saints game. I like the over in the Broncos Bears game. It's at forty six. Both these defenses are fucking horrible. I, so we just, we, but, we, but Travis, we just saw what the Broncos what the Broncos defense let up running. I think Justin Fields might run for hundred yards in this game. Really and I mean the Bears. The Bears did let up thirty-eight to the Packers in Week One. Yeah. Um, so, I think this is going to be good old-fashioned of who who gets the ball last is going to win this football game. So I don't, I'm not going to bet on who it's going to be. I do think this game could either be fourteen to ten or thirty-four to 12, to thirty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. And I think we'll find well, out what it's going to be very early on. But, we'll yeah. let you. We'll let us pick between these two totals then. Um, because my last one outside of my parlay is the Seahawks at Giants on Monday night football. The total is 47. We have the 29th and the 30th ranked scoring defense clashing heads. The Seahawks who have put up 37 points in back-to-back games. While I do think like you, like you think about that and you're like, Oh, well, let's just take the Seahawks because the spread's low. I can't trust their defense. We are going across the country to the Giants. Uh, but the, the total of 47 for two of the worst scoring defenses in the country seems low. So I like the over. I didn't know how bad these two teams were. Oh, well, I, I knew how bad the Giants were with their defense, but I didn't realize how bad the Seahawks were with their defense. Um, so that kind of changed my mind a little bit because I originally liked the under. Um, especially if the Seahawks have put up, what, 37 points, you said, in – Hold on. Back to back. Back to back. What games. if we tease all three of our over unders? What would that What's put the, us at? What was Ethan's? Under 41. Ethan was the, under 41. So it'd be Saints, 46, Bucks. 47. I'm pulling it up right be, now. We'll see what Mine will like. be over, over 40, and yours would be over 41. Yeah. Not bad. Let me because you're uh, telling me you, you well, we do the what, no 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 no. We do the four teamer because we throw the Tampa Bay New Orleans game in with it. That's what we what's we were talking about. Oh, so sorry 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 sorry. We throw the ball we throw the Baltimore Cleveland under with it. I like that under straight up a yeah. lot though. But you like it even more. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, if you like it at forty that, and a half. You love it. That's at. intriguing. That's intriguing a lot. Yeah. 47 and a half. All right. Here, seven point teaser with those. Um, sorry. So I, I think the odds should be pretty decent. Seahawks, Giants. And then, Jarrett, what was your over? Sorry. 
Broncos, Bears. There's Broncos. There it is. Um, so your four point teaser, six points. Plus two forty. Fuck it. Make it seven. What's seven? Seven's plus one eighty. So it'd be forty seven and a half, forty seven and a half, forty and a half, and thirty nine. Over under. <laughs> Let's do that. Or should we just do six and do plus two forty? For the juice. I was thinking, what's what? I want to leave the one with the least amount of even totals and go with the one that leaves us with the with the more on the half because I want to push. I have the less chance of pushing. Uh, six or seven is going to put you at less on the half than so six seven. and a half or seven and a half. Yep. You can do seven and a half on there. Yeah, plus one seventy. You can on DraftKings. We'll just do seven then. A straight up seven point teaser. <clears throat> All right. Plus 180. All right. You're... Give me those totals. Yep. It's going to be the Bucks Saints under 47 and a half. The Ravens Browns under 47 and a half. The Seahawks Giants over 40 and a half. And then the Broncos Bears over 39. Oh, I love that one so goddamn much. That's for plus 180. I love that. Let's do okay. Let's at least put a unit on it for now. Let's circle let back me to. let me give you guys my my last parlay. Yeah. Okay. Last pick. Again, feel free to just immediately throw it out. But I've got the 49ers, who our survivor yep. pick this week is them. I've got the Eagles, who was our second survivor pick. I've got the Chiefs, who we like at minus nine and a half. We had to throw this one in there for value, but they are at home, and I think they're on a big bounce back week. Is the Dallas Cowboys? Do you need a Chiefs spread in that parlay? No, no, no all money. No, 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 just all money line. Okay. Plus What's 135. So Cowboys, Niners, Chiefs, Chiefs, Eagles, Eagles. Seems seems like free money to me. Eagles scare me a tad. If I'm being honest with you, Eagles scare me a little bit. But I will say they are all at home except for the Chiefs, Kansas City, which they might as well be because the Jets suck ass. So and and Taylor Swift's going to be there. So yep, might might as well be at home. No, I like it. I think it's good odds. And two of our potential survivor picks, one of them is. Um, so let's hear a rundown of what we like then. What do we like? We can start spreading out All some right. units. So here we like. We like the Bengals minus two. Uh, we had the Rams money line. Didn't didn't for sure have that as unanimous. Jags minus three. Didn't have that for sure unanimous. Vikings minus four. Chiefs minus nine and a half. The teaser and then the parlay. So the uh, Vikings so think, minus four and the Chiefs nine and a half were both almost yeah, unanimous. Those were pretty, yeah, those so. were pretty unanimous. Yeah. So so we had the I had so far like rough draft Vikings minus four at two units, Chiefs minus nine and a half, two units, and the Bengals at minus two for two units because me and you had that. So it's six. Yep. Let's put it. Let's put a unit on the teaser. Yep. So that's yep. seven. And we've got Rams, Jags, parlay. Let's do a unit and a half of. Let's do a unit and a half on the, the year parlay, Travis. 
and a year and a half on. One well, then we got Rams, Jags. Now right, that's what I mean. One of the two. So do we want to do? I think it's choosing between these two games because I like both of these games, um, but I don't want to do a whole unit on those last three. Seems like a lot of picks. Um, yeah, Jags overseas minus three against Falcons, Desmond Ritter, or the Rams basically money night money line if not let's go with, money. Let's go. Let's let's go with Jags. I'm more thinking about it. Let's go with Jags. You and a half on Jags. Or do you want to go two and one on one of the other, either parlay or Jags? No. We can go, we can go unit and a half on the Jags, and if it doesn't hit, we'll never bet them again for the rest of our yeah. lives. Yeah, there, there we go. go. <clears throat> All I right. Agree. NFL slate, Bengals minus two for two, Jags minus three for one and a half, Vikings minus four for two, Chiefs minus nine and a half for two. We have a seven-point teaser. Bucks Saints under 47 and a half. Ravens Browns under 47 and a half. Seahawks Giants over 40 and a half. Broncos Bears over 39. That's for a unit and it's at plus 180. And then we've got a four team money line favorite parlay Chiefs, Eagles, Cowboys, Niners at plus 135 for one and a half. And I love that disclaimer. I'm betting on the Dolphins money line on Sunday. Just tossing it out there. <laughs> Got to, got to. Got to. I, I I don't want to scare you, but apparently after teams put up sixty plus points, they are zero and seven against the spread and one and six straight up. <laughs> How many instances do I say? Seven trends are trends are meant to be broken, just just like <laughs> records are. So I gotta say about that. We didn't break the record on Sunday. Yeah, <laughs> so the trend's gonna be broken. All right. But no, well, there we go. We've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve total picks for this weekend. Twenty total units. Um, we're getting back in the green. Go. Yes, sir. All right. Deuces. See you next week. Are you 